welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. Yes, it is me, Jeff. You are back. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jacob. That uh, was fun. What? Oh, yes. Jake's thoughts? But before we move any further, any further mm. i have some things i need to ask you okay what's your story what's my story yeah yeah i'm not what yeah. passion projects are you currently <laughs> working on uh, what's the highlight of your day my, no it wasn't sitting in traffic i'll tell you that <laughs> real question though i wrote this down what national what natural disaster are you most afraid of hmm. yeah tornado yeah why I don't know. Have you seen Twister? Oh yeah. Is that why? Probably. What have you, have you seen San Andreas with the rock, dude? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. Maybe I feel like maybe I just have because I've never been in an earthquake. I've yeah. never seen a tornado either. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I feel like an earthquake is such a forgettable thing. I'm almost certain I remember experiencing one, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you when or where. Yeah. But I'm almost certain I I have. I felt like a little tremor yeah like a little bit of shaking and yeah stuff, but i've never like been part of like a big one that's interesting i mean it's just like not enough to care really mm-hmm. so i don't know tsunamis tsunami for sure dude mm-hmm. is terrifying water in general yeah is a you don't realize how in trouble you are and how little you are compared to the force of like water yeah, until dude. like you're in a real vulnerable You're position. In it. Yep. Yeah. I think it's impossible for me to drown, but for sure I get that. I don't know. I almost got washed. What are you chomping on? Oh, it's a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I thought I'd be done with it by now. You better suck that thing <laughs> down, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Like, I always imagine whenever I'm like driving down 101 and I see those tsunami evac plans or routes, mm-hmm. I always think, like, dude, I don't even know if I can make it. Like, even yeah. going down the route. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I always you, the, all the movies of those giant tidal waves. Even even like when we've seen natural disasters around the world, and we've seen these massive waves come and like swallow cities. It's not on the magnitude in which the movie makes it. It's always just like it always looks like just a, a little five foot wave, just continuously. Just it's just a long wave, I guess. It's not like this hundred foot wave, or maybe they are hundred foot, but I just the video looks small. I don't know. Yeah. I have no sense of like measure of how big these waves are or how big this disaster is. Yeah. But like a hurricane with the winds. Mm-hmm. So the waves and the winds, that seems like a just shit show. Yeah. We're very fortunate uh, that we live in an area where there's very little chance of natural disaster. I don't know if I ever told this, but maybe I did. But like everyone that I was interacting with from Texas was always like, you know, I'm like, dude, you guys had like Hurricane Harvey and like what a what a mess that was. And they were just like, eh, I mean, we got through it. Like it was no big deal. But in the same sense, they were like, but your guys' forest fires up here? Like the whole state was on fire. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, it was. So we just had the same reactions to. Yeah, but we didn't, you and I didn't have to experience the forest for sure, fire. For sure. And maybe that was their reaction because they, I mean, I guess they didn't, they did experience the the hurricane, but maybe not like damage beyond repair, like their homes and stuff or loss, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe if you just don't experience loss, then natural disasters are no big deal. Well, I mean, it's a depression when you lose your job. It's a recession 
when yeah. somebody else's is their job. Yep. So maybe that's it. I'm, uh, the, the, the actual disaster that I'm most afraid of is the one that most affects me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, Which, who cares? We live in a very, like, Vancouver is very well situated. Other than, the like, we're, we are not going to be taken out by a tornado, tsunami, um, basically really any like yeah. anything other than the big one yeah it's, it's either it's we can't get taken out by a small like a small time right. it's going to be massive it's, it's either nothing or it's going to be when the wanda fuca plate slips yeah beneath the north american plate and creates completely liquefies all of the ground that we're do they name with. it they got to name it right like it's, jake it's Jake, yeah. just as dramatic as it needed to be. <laughs> the yeah, this well, I think it's the Cascadia Fault, yeah, I know. like whatever. Yeah. But jeez, um, I don't know why I thought that. I was just thinking. I wonder what because I know some of your other fears, right? So I was wondering if you ever think or imagine kind of these natural disaster scenarios, and if you do, if you ever like that is the one. But maybe it isn't the one. Like I said, it's just the one that whatever most affects me. Like no thanks. Yeah. Um. So I watched a guy die. Yeah, I heard you told me about that. Yeah, um, pretty amazing. <sighs> Only because he lived after. <laughs> but at work, there was um, someone from the public, totally like sweet guy, came up to me, interacted with me, and like pe- somebody asked how he was, like my interaction with him, and totally seemed like he was super kind. Like I don't always interact with super kind people, mm-hmm. um, especially in the department I work in. Not everybody wants to be there. This guy was super, super sweet. Um, but right in front of me, he just started like, it almost looked like convulsing in his chair, sitting straight up. And he, but he was leaning up against the wall. And everybody else was like, dude, are you okay? Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? They're like, call 911. So we we call 911 and he starts turning like purple. Thankfully, there was a, a off-duty firefighter there. And I think there were some like medical professionals as well. Mm. Um Dude, watching these people just jump in and just get on it, right? They're like, this dude is dying. Like, they're getting on it. Meanwhile, I'm getting screamed at (laughs) to do something, but there's only limited things that I can do. Get an AED and dial 911. If everybody else, professionals, I I am CPR certified. Okay. I'm not going to. Just weasel my way in and nudge out all these. Hold like, on, guys. I stayed at a Holiday Inn <laughs> Express last night. Move on over. Let me take care of this. They're like, Dial 911. Where's the AED? And I'm like, We're on it. Like, there's only, I'm not going, I can't, I can't do more. And maybe it's because I'm, I work there that they're like extra on me, but they're, I can't do anything other than what I'm doing. Who's the one screaming at you? The people who are, Working not on helping. the guy? No. Of course not. No, just people sitting on their chairs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like in my face. And so I'm like, I'm on it. So I'm like running around trying to find the AED. Found it. But at that time, the sheriff had come in. So because we dialed 911, we're right next to the sheriff's office. They bolted right, right across the hall, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. He had an AED. They administered like two rounds of CPR. Nothing. There's like, there's no heartbeat. There's nothing. And I'm every at this point everybody's out and I'm in the room with the uh, firemen and everybody else and then now the sheriff. Crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, this is this is the day. Like this Can, is today. Any, anybody want to see a dead body? Yeah. Like I. This is my Monday. Okay. Wow. This is his Monday. Like mm-hmm. wow. Um. Then they 
They shocked him once, brought him back. Wow. Yeah. Dude, being there. So I stood in the room the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got him and they started breathing and they're like, luckily he didn't fill out paperwork prior to showing up. So he had ju- he had filled out the paperwork as he got there. That's what my interaction with him was. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what's his name? And I'm like, here's all his information. Like I had already had it. And they're like, oh, wow. Okay, great. So they're like, sir, they call him by his name. Like, are you okay? Do you feel okay? Do you have a history of seizures? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, you just like, you, you, Flatline, dude. Like there was no heartbeat. Like at this time, the e- the EMTs are there and they're telling him, like everybody's catching each other up as he's kind of waking up, and then they're having this conversation with him, and he starts like feeling nauseous, and I'm like, I think it's his heart, dude, because that nausea happens when you have a heart attack, mm-hmm. and he's like, I feel like I'm gonna puke, and so they like sit him up, and they're like, Do you have any history of like uh, um, uh, convulsing or or what whatever was what I'm looking for, um. Seizures? Seizures, yes. And uh, he's like, no. And then they kind of finally pinpointed that it was his heart. And they're like, what about your heart? And he's like, well, I guess he had like stints in his heart and stuff. Mm. And they were like, well. And this was the most interesting thing to see was watching them tell this man like, okay, so your heart stopped. And they gave you CPR. And then they had to shock you back. And he kind of just looked like, holy fuck. (laughs) Like, can you imagine being told that? That's nuts. That'd be, yeah, just waking up and being like, hey, here's all the things that you missed. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and so so all this happens with the first round of people that we had come in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it, it just instantly puts everything else in perspective in yeah. my life, mm-hmm. in my day, especially in my job, right? Like, nothing else really matters. Like, it's all work. But life is fragile. Sure. Second round of people come in around noon. And this guy is shitting on us because of our unclear instructions on where to park. (laughs) And I just, I cannot take people seriously now. Like, at that point. I mean, you couldn't take that guy seriously anyway. I mean, he he wore his MAGA hat in. And then he was pissed because we said no hats in in the courtrooms and stuff. So he was kind of pissed. Because you're not allowed to wear hats. Yeah, makes sense. But he was all shitty. And that's what spurred the, well, your guys' parking isn't very clear. It's like, dude, did you die today? (laughs) Because I know someone who did. And they're back. And I'm sure they're not concerned about parking. But it was just like, it's, it's a little traumatizing, dude. I imagine. Like, with that many people that I engage with in the public all the time, and I started thinking about you and your job, and, like, the age groups of some people that you sometimes interact with, like, do you... No, we had a dude who, like, had, who came in on, like, full, like, full gurney. Yeah, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> escorted in? Yeah. He just came in on a hospital gurney. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was there for... He had to, he had to be there. He had to physically be present. Because that's the only way that, for some weird reason, it's the only way we could ID him. For his claim. Yeah. Holy shit. You should send, like, field agents, dude. You should, you should, you should, you should, um, what's the word? I'm so bad on words today. You should propose that as a job. I mean, there is, like, there are, there are, like, field investigators. You but... should be a field agent <laughs> where you go and just go, yep, it's you. And then just, that's it. That's your job. I wish. That would be high. That would be cool. Just driving around, just verifying people's identity. Oh, God. Most of the people we 
there's almost no way to find them most of the time. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, so that was fucking wild. Um, I had to share that story. Yeah, um, thanks for sharing. <laughs> I mean, I remember you telling me about that, and then we didn't get a chance to meet up yeah. last week. So <sighs> That's scary, dude. But I, I can only imagine that was so stressful, especially like a bunch of a bunch of people who like they're stressed but then they're petrified of having to do something so to keep in their mind to keep from feeling bad that they're not doing anything they need to yell at you to do something yeah so like there was a you're the guy's not doing anything (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) another guy comes and goes i think i left my cell phone in here while all of this is going on and we've escorted everybody out, he comes back and looking for his cell he phone. He goes and he pulls the, the ref that tripped over Nurk's leg. Yes. It's like trying to like look yes. for the guy like trips over the dude who's getting currently getting CPR. Yeah. Um hey, can you move him really quick? I mean, just about, Jake. <laughs> like it was that bad. I'm like, We'll get you your phone, dude. I, I kinda need it right now. Yeah, oh yeah. What you mean I'm gonna go upstairs and out of this room and just sit there while everybody else is on their phone tweeting about this? <laughs> I kind of have to take a shit, and it's really boring yeah. if I don't have my phone. There's another thing, dude. I was in the bathroom, and there was a guy. There was a guy. I went in the bathroom, and I could hear in the stall. There was somebody, full volume, full blast. First of all, I don't understand those people. Second of all, just jamming out to the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> just watching the whole thing while he's taking a shit. In the courtroom. In the bathroom. In the courthouse. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Worker? I, not worker? I don't know. I didn't. What am I supposed to peek in the shoes and be like, that's somebody who works here? Yeah. Who true. knows? Could have been a lawyer. Could have been. Could have been anybody. Could have been a judge. Just doing some research. I guess. <laughs> Man, I I find that whole case to be very, very inconsequential and honestly just stupid. Mm, of course you do. Why? I don't know. It's what's the point? Yeah. It's, it's civil. It's not it? even criminal. Have you even watched any of it? No. Dude, she pooped in his bed. Yeah, she's crazy. He's crazy. They're yeah, both crazy. They're both crazy for they sure. They both suck. Like I don't give a shit. Does about, he suck? I don't give a shit about them. Do you like any Johnny Depp movies? I like the first. I like the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. No. What? To be fair, I actually, I think I've seen mm. only half of it. Oh. Okay. But he's got some good movies, dude. Uh, you just don't watch good the win- movies. What was it? The window, the one that was like the horror movie where he. Oh, like, that was a good one, dude. The twist at the end. Ed Harris was good in that movie. I don't remember. He was the guy who, um, who was like, "You stole my story." He was a guy like an all black. Oh, dude, he plays Grindelwald. He was like the worst of the three Grindelwalds, <laughs> and I haven't even seen the third one yet. Uh, he was in Tusk and Yoga Hosers, which are Kevin Smith movies. And I know you're a big Kevin Smith yeah. fan. They're not my type of sense of humor. No. One's not even... It's a horror film. Oh. One of them. I thought, Kev, I thought Kevin Smith only did... No, comedies. not only, dude. Don't don't put Kevin Smith in a box. Sorry. Um, Sweeney don't, Todd yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. See, I, no, those stories... Secret Window is what it was. Secret Window. Yeah. Pirates. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Fear and Loathing in Las Sleepy Vegas. Sleepy Hollow wasn't bad. See, you haven't even seen any of his movies. I've seen Sleepy Hollow. Edward Scissorhands, Ed Wood, Crybaby. I've seen the, f- I've seen one and I think I- I've only seen one and two of Pirates. Nightmare on Elm Street. He was a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that was like his first movie. Anyway, she pooped the bed, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I mean, awesome. Good for her. Like, no, not good for her, because then she tried to blame a pet. I don't know. You need to get more in touch with 
culture, Jake. What this does, is culture. This is American does, what, culture. What does that? What is? What does me paying attention to that court case inform me about? Anything? You could walk into anywhere, and if you know about the case, you can have a conversation. Yeah, All I those fucking conversation starters you Googled. Yeah. Fuck those. You bring up Amber Heard shit in the bed, dude. You're the life of the party. <laughs> Except everybody else is paying attention to it. Yeah, but you can have, what kind you of take? have a take that nobody else has. What is, which is? I don't know. You haven't gotten there yet. I don't know. If you research the, the poop case, then maybe you can have something to bring. It's way more annoying to me that it's like everybody has now stopped caring about Ukraine. And it's like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. I mean, why are we supposed to care about Ukraine, dude? They're killing it. No, they're not. I mean, they basically just lost Mariupol. Wasn't that expected? I mean, eventually. Didn't they have? Did they get Kiev back? I See, mean, I don't even. They never know. lost Kiev. Oh, okay, Kiev. Whatever. I've kind of just, and this is terrible for this show, but I've kind of once again. I always do this every now and then, but just like take a back seat to to what's going on in the world. Well, I mean, it's depressing as shit. So. That, but also the current state of my life is depressing. So mm. I got to focus on how to navigate through this shit storm before I focus on actual shit storms in beds. Well, well fair, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I did need to ask you, and I don't care if anyone cares about this conversation because you're going to hear it because I'm back and now I run this shit. Um, you saw the Batman I did see the Batman. And you liked it? I did. Why? What made you watch the Batman? You're yeah. a big Twilight fan? It was on HBO. Okay. No, I like superhero movies. Okay. It's just Marvel looks like um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl at this point, the CGI Ooh, of it. Ooh, okay. It's over That's C- a hot take. So you say that in a room, dude. You it, should walk in a room and say that shit. <laughs> That'll start some conversation. It's so oversaturated. What is oversaturated? So the CGI? Yes. Okay. Dude, it's just the, the color palettes. They're okay. Off. I mean, they're just off. Everybody's a part of the MCU at this point. Like actors? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which I feel like dilutes it. Yeah. Because it just doesn't seem real anymore. It just seems like, oh, wow, literally everybody is in this now. Well, no, everybody. We've had some die, and now we have to bring in some new characters to build up this second phase. Or third phase. I mean, I, fourth phase. I, mean, I guess fourth I can't phase. really have any valid arguments about it because I don't watch it. You haven't seen it. I just haven't seen it. So, But I did like. Um, I don't like. Th- the DC, I especially don't like the DC Extended Universe. No, DC it's Extended Universe is absolute trash. absolute garbage. Yeah, Amber Heard's in that. Is she? Yeah, she's Mara. The Mara? 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 On Aquaman. Oh, she is, yep. isn't she? Yeah. Yep. I think they're replacing her with uh, uh, Amelia Clark. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I hope they replace her. Wasn't she in Game of Thrones with Jason Momoa? Yeah, uh, she was. Yeah. She was. Mm-hmm. See, that'd be dope. I think that's a fair swap. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad about that. Uh, Amelia Clark's a good actress. Oh, yeah, she I gets, think they are. I see it right here she, on the news. She gets pigeonholed because of her role as Daenerys Targaryen mm-hmm. in, as, in Game of Thrones. But there's some really, she has some really good um, other roles out there. What's her name? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. I'll look that up. Anyways, tell me about Batman. I mean, I thought it was different enough that I... I mean, Spoilers, I, I by really, the way. If you haven't watched it, uh, yeah, fast forward a very, little bit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely spoilers. Because um, I'm, not, not, I'm well, not talking about this without spoiling. For sure. I loved the... Um, I loved how different it was. I loved the, the, whole, the whole atmosphere. It rained in every scene. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. 
Um, That's our life. We can yeah. relate. <laughs> I mean, it was just it. It just it was it was it was a gritty Batman for yeah. once. It was nice to see a a gritty superhero movie mm. one that's aimed a little bit more for a mature audience yeah which is what made deadpool what makes deadpool so good even though it's not gritty mm-hmm. it's more for a mature audience for sure um our rating and stuff yeah yeah but i don't know if bat was the newest newest batman wasn't r-rated was it i don't know we'll check it out what else did you enjoy um i enjoyed the i liked the um the i don't know the conceptualization of, of this batman okay uh being especially the one he was more of because he was so new mm-hmm. i like that one they didn't start with the whole origin, origin story right because that that always like takes up well that's always like a half hour that's they like got, spider-man they didn't do it with tom holland spider-man yeah, they're like nice. everybody knows it mm-hmm. let's move on yeah we don't need to go through um uncle who whatever uncle ben uncle ben yeah. dying um but uh, same thing with his parents. You need to go through that. Uh, I like that he was wrestling with with like the bad. Like there was wrestling with the bad parts of his family. Like his dad mm, wasn't just this mm-hmm. naturally altruistic person. He had to come to grips with with his family's past. And yeah, that that doesn't mean that what he's doing is bad mm-hmm. and what he's doing is worthless. It's his. He made Being his Batman. Yeah. Okay. Because he was like, if my father, it was he was like wrestling with this. If my father was a bad man, then what am I doing? Mm. And then he was kind of able to, he's kind of able to bifurcate that and be like, my in that whole struggle he was going with when he was like ripping up his, the mansion's floor and he was drawing like all of the connections and yeah. everything. He was kind of going through that, kind of that Harry Potter when Harry was dealing was digging the grave for Dobby mm-hmm. by hand instead of by magic. Yeah. And then kind of figuring out who he like kind of that figuring out who I am kind mm-hmm. of thing was really cool uh, which is something I don't really feel like we've seen from a Batman mm-hmm. um seeing like internal like there was definitely a lot of inter- internal turmoil mm-hmm. with Batman mm-hmm. early on cuz he was figuring out I think he was just literally figuring out who he was yeah. as a superhero but then also as a as a person and a citizen mm-hmm. um I liked that they made him more of a like the Bruce Wayne part of it mm-hmm. more um, more of a recluse instead of like this outgoing playboy playboy. Right. Um, that was different. Mm-hmm. And it was, I think it was refreshing and, and it, it, to have that kind of different take. Uh, it was nice to see a Riddler not dressed in spandex, mm-hmm. even though Jim Carrey was Jim Carrey's Riddler is kind of classic, it. Yeah, but that's kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. This was m- like, one of the best i thought one of the outside of heath ledger's joker yeah. i thought the best batman villain i've mm, seen okay i know people will say bane um uh, bane was bane was good uh tom hardy's tom bane. hardy's bane tom, hardy's, was tom good. hardy's bane was yeah good. Um, yeah i but, agree but i really liked um i really liked this riddler yeah i would say that this movie to me was equal footing with dark knight there's some elements of the dark knight that i don't absolutely love mm-hmm. and there's some elements to this one i don't absolutely love but overall amazing films and loved them mm-hmm. um i one thing that I, I kept coming back to was kind of as you're talking about his discovery of who he is and looking at the child whose father was murdered at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. and how his dad was corrupt Uh-oh. and everybody that was being exposed and everybody started knowing it mm-hmm. and kind of how bruce looks at that child as like oh my god there's a kid who lost his dad. Well, his dad was not great and kind of corrupt. Then, throughout the movie, spoiler, we find out 
that Thomas Wayne wasn't great either. And even mm. more now, Bruce can identify with that kid. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting the way that was. Um, Riddler was... I, my favorite thing about Riddler was Batman's inability to completely figure it out. Mm-hmm. When he goes and meets the Riddler and he's like, oh, oh, you haven't figured everything out yet. And Batman realizes, oh, shit, I missed something. I love that. Mm-hmm. Because every other Batman, we always see him perfectly solve everything. And in this movie, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't necessarily save the day. There's a massive repercussion to him not solving it, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah. there's Oh, I just love it. I love Some it. Some of the cinematography I didn't care for. For sure. Um, the the thing where he like he like lights the torch and then it like wades the people out yeah. of the water. The con- I don't I hated that con the, the oh, way th- interesting. just the color of it the contrast yeah. really oh, I don't wow. know I, I like that did you you okay. know one I didn't like was the GoPro shot while he's trying to glide oh that was bad too. Well, what is that yeah that's so corny mm-hmm. I do like how he didn't succeed though mm-hmm. because he's still new and he's still getting but the the music and the cadence of the music yeah. and the 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 stomping of the footprints like doom doom it's like looming disaster for any villain right mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie is incredible because he's kind of narrating through his little diary about how he could be anywhere and nobody knows mm-hmm. and then when we do finally see him confront those 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 quote gangsters it's like you you hear his footsteps first and then you're just like, oh shit! What'd you think of the Batmobile? Hmm. It didn't make sense that he already had that, based on how rudimentary a lot of his other stuff was. Mm, okay. Yeah, he was heavily on his bike yeah. most of the movie, mm-hmm. but it seemed like he was kind of building the car. But for what purpose is kind of what are, where I'm at because it didn't mm-hmm. really serve a purpose other than like a car chase. But you could do your do that on your bike. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. The whole car chase was really grandiose. Yeah, didn't really. I mean, that was a little over the top. Yeah, for how more rooted in realism I thought the mm-hmm. the movie was, that car chase was really over the but top. But also, what was the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the point of it? Especially uh, since like Penguin wasn't even the bad guy. Right, Penguin easily had nothing to do with it. Colin Farrell was the best actor in that movie. I think so. That's yeah. I don't think he's getting enough attention. Everybody's talking about Zoe Kravitz and um I don't even think Zoe Kravitz is that good of a job. Me neither. And, and everybody I mean she she's eye candy. She's hot. <laughs> okay. But um, I, I mean I'm sure she's a good act. She's a good actress. Yeah. I just didn't care for the part. I honestly didn't care for Robert Pattinson much either. I like I don't care for the actors. The only acting that really stood out to me was Colin Farrell. Not once did I think Holy shit, that's Colin Farrell. And maybe that's the difference between Zoe and Robert was that we see their faces. We know who they mm-hmm. are. That's Zoe Kravitz. That, to me, it felt like Zoe Kravitz dressed up as Catwoman, mm-hmm. whereas it's Robert Pattinson dressed up as Batman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's because maybe it's the makeup, but Colin Farrell with the accent and with just his uh, um, demeanor, all of it mm-hmm. was just like, oh, I'm not too stoked on Andy Circus being Alfred, but we'll see. I think that could develop into something cool. Uh, that's definitely more of an Alfred from. Have you seen the really shitty series? Um, Gotham. Gotham. No. Okay, that's a. It almost like seems like they took that Alfred. Okay. From and then put him in because okay. every almost all the other conceptualizations of Alfred is he's like this old guy. Yeah. And then in P- this very paternal. And in this one, Alfred is more of a like he could hold his own in a fight. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Okay. Whereas 
like he probably served in the British military somewhere because he's like he kind of has like that feel to yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, instead of more butlery, mm-hmm. like you see in some of the other movies, especially like the yeah. George Clooney. No, oh, yeah. Batman. I mean, that's the same. Mm-hmm. Actor the whole time. Uh, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. I thought I would be annoyed by him. He was great. Very good. Um, Jeffrey Wright as uh, Jim Gordon was really good as well. I love that actor. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got introduced to him in, um, obviously, the Hunter, Hunger Games. He was uh, he, oh. played, he played Beatty in uh, 2 and 3. Okay. You know where I know him from is, um, jeez, uh, uh, um, Casino Royale. Oh yeah, he was in that. What too. is that character's name? Um, Fe- Felix. It's a it's a famous like James Bond. The C E C uh the C I A agent is in all the James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Felix, yeah, Felix. Um, and if you go, I went and watched like a bunch of the um, uh, Sean Connery ones, and mm-hmm. Felix is in it. It's, so okay. when I saw him as Felix in Casino Royale, I thought that was super cool, and I really liked him. And he's in all the um. Uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond movies as Felix. Mm. He's in throughout most of them. I think at least three of the four, or whatever. But okay. so I like that actor a lot. And as Jim Gordon, I thought he was great. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I, there's some things that I'm I'm kind of poking at as like what I didn't really like. But overall, it's it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. the story, the grittiness, the the janky tech that he has, like when he sets up in the rain when she's mm-hmm. got the contacts in. Yeah, he's got this like janky computer all set up and. Yeah, them just trying to figure out how to stop this guy. I also kind of I I don't know how I feel. I think I enjoy the part where the Riddler has like this online following of like anti-establishment people mm-hmm. who are going to meet up with him and kind of start something. What did you think of the end with the introduction of Joker? Annoying. Yeah, it's the worst part. Yeah, that, that was that, that was so almost bad. ruined it for me. It was so bad. Why? Why are you doing that? If you're going to do it. Don't show anything. Mm-hmm. Don't show anything. Let me hear his voice. Let me uh, guess. Let me guess that that might be mm-hmm. him. I didn't like that they were talking. It would have been cool just to have like a passing shot of a cell and you just hear the, the laugh. Yeah, exactly. Coming out of right. it. So that way you know the Joker's there. Yep. But I mean, they uh, it was just bad. It was yeah. poorly done. Or or even or even one line mm-hmm. just to like because they're talking about being friends. Yeah. Just one line to elude it, like working together, and then a laugh as you pan out from Arkham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like it was too much. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna do the Joker again. I mean, Matt Reeves says we is that his name? Matt Reeves, Matt the director. Reeves, yeah, yeah. He, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> he says he might not do the Joker, but that guy's already signed on to do the Joker. Did you see the extended scene that they released later? No. Okay, it's like a full extended scene of Batman interviewing the Joker in Arkham. Yes, about trying to catch the Riddler. And he but, gives, Riddler, but did Riddler escape then? No, this is prior to prior catching to the Riddler. Oh, okay. So he's giving he gives the Joker the file because there's a history there of two years of them being Batman and the Joker. And he's like, I thought you'd find this interesting. And oh, he had already caught and put the Joker away yes. at this point. Okay. He's, at, he's at Arkham, mm-hmm. but Joker always escapes Arkham. Yeah. Um, but his face is all scarred up and his hair is all patchy. And he's, he's a very... Like, what I was going to say is, you know, when you mentioned Jim Carrey, he's very, like, 66-type Batman, 1966-type mm-hmm. Batman, uh, animated series, um, comic book Riddler, where this is more of a turn towards 
graphic novel where we see some uh, artistic liberties in graphic novels where we see different interpretations of the Joker, darker, grittier, Mm -hmm. um, maybe harder stories, harder missions for Batman, and and that Mm -hmm. kind of reflects that. But with that comes this, like, distorted image and, and, and look of the Joker that's just like... What are you doing, dude? Yeah, I like, mean they're not they're not they're not tying in Joaquin Phoenix's joke. No, but I thought that would fit so perfectly in this universe mm-hmm. because that movie, as a Joker origin story, mm-hmm. is amazing. Well, because they've already pointed at Thomas's Thomas. Uh, oh, corruption! Corruption. That's a great point. Yeah. Damn it, Jake. That's <laughs> a great point. Mm-hmm. And then to have that Joker. Who who has lost it and also gained the same following that we see the Riddler kind of get mm-hmm. would have been genius. Yeah. Oh, I thought the same thing, but you just tied it all nicely with a little bow. Mm, Anyways, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you watched it. Good choice. I did go see Doctor Strange. Um, okay. Multiverse of Madness. Mm. I know you're nowhere near that no. movie. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he is great. Um, he just hosted SNL. Because of the movie, yeah. I'm sure. One thing that I will say about that movie is... Um, oh, God. Why am I... I'm, my recall right now is so terrible. Uh, Spider-Man, um, the first one with Tobey Maguire. The director. What's his name? Dude, How know. do you not know? Sam Raimi. Okay. Sam Raimi directed this Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Sam Raimi first started with Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, like horror films. And when you watch Spider-Man 1, it's not so much horror film uh, cinematography. But if you watch Spider-Man 2, where there's a scene where Dr. Octopus is like captured uh, or he's unconscious and they're going to cut the arms off. Mm-hmm. That whole scene is filmed like a horror movie. Mm. So Sam Raimi got kicked off Spider-Man. Then they started doing Andrew Garfield. And Spider-Man was in his rear view mirror. He's done some other things since. But Multiverse of Madness was a complete like horror film, essentially. They let him just do all the cinematography tricks that he's always done through all his horror films. Um, It was not Disney-fied. There are some brutal deaths in that movie that feel kind of nice. As a refresher of like, because you're talking about it's all cookie cutter, you know, same, just bright colors, color palettes, where this movie has all that CGI stuff, but it's also like, it's kind of brutal, hmm. kind of savage deaths and well, savage kills. Well, it kind of sucks that they're outside of, obviously, I mean, I know who, I know who dies um, in, uh, in Endgame. Okay. Um, but like they're for most... Um, Outside of that, there are there is no consequences in any mm. Marvel movie. Well, now especially, dude, with the multiverse, mm-hmm. we've watched we in this movie. You watch characters from the past that you love from other movies mm-hmm. that that might die, but it doesn't matter because they're not a part of the universe that we're currently in, or it might not even be a universe that we'll ever see. There's so many multiverses now. You could watch Tony Stark not be Tony Stark, but just be a, a Joe walking down the road, get killed. It doesn't matter because he's not the universe of Tony Stark that we know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you, I will not watch this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? Hey, dude, I just, that's too much. It's man. good. It's pretty good. You should check it the out. Game of Thrones went downhill as soon as they got too, they got too scared to kill off main characters. And, and it's mean just, it. what's that? And mean it. And mean it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the they killed off, I mean, when Jon Snow died. Jon Snow died? Well, then they then he comes back to life. Oh. And then it's just like, and we've reached. Okay. We've okay. kind of reached. And then, like, the end of it, they were built, they had been building up between the army, the fight, the war between the, the dead and the living, like with the Night King. Uh huh. And. Oh, I think you've told me about Literally, this. just like, there'll be, there were scenes where key, key figures were getting swarmed by zombies and then somehow don't, don't die. Like, nobody mm. of consequence died in that entire battle. Whereas, like, in the first three or four seasons, you could lose a main character halfway through because you always expect to lose a character like episode nine or like the last episode or the penultimate episode of any season. That's when you expect big things to happen. Mm-hmm. In Game of Thrones, like it could be episode three of a, of of ten in that in that uh-huh. season, and they're they're axing main characters. Mm. So it's like that was one of the allures of Game of Thrones is that whenever you sat down, you were never quite sure, right, if this was gonna be the last scene you were gonna see your favorite mm. character, and which kept you watching for sure, and kept you on the edge of your seat. How and far anxious did they get watching. before they ruined that? I would say that it really went downhill in season seven. Is what I mean. That's not bad. Seven seasons. Of they solid made it, show? they made it through six seasons of really okay. good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Seven, mm. eight, seven was good. Eight, and nine were just booty. Yeah. Okay. Bad, um. Or maybe. Yeah, I think it was. I think they went nine seasons. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad you watched Batman. That's yeah. good. Uh, I don't know what you want to talk about, but. This this can kind of transition into the Roe v. Wade discussion that we can have or not have. I mean, we can have it. I just not much of a. Tra- <laughs> it really isn't a trans- transition. We can just let's just. Go I mean, what I just, have is, oh, okay. is kind of a transition. Oh, you, you so have I was just like, prior to recording, are you recording your own deal last week? I was like looking through news articles, kind of checking in because I never really do, and I saw three articles. And it's just interesting, this culture, um, our culture, and our culture's way of speaking about women. Okay. So, this article, parents attack mom for inappropriate outfit when she picks her kids up from school. Okay. I mean, she's wearing like a tank top. But you can you can see the tops of her boobies. <laughs> It's weird, dude. Who cares? Who cares? The the kids. We have to protect the kids. Uh, that's true. Fair enough. Argument made. Moving on. What happens if kids see that and then they start asking questions? About tank tops? Uh, just about anything. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, our, you kids know are cor- our kids are corrupted and they're smoking meth. Boobs lead to Antifa. That's what I heard. And meth. We, the, and meth. Boobs and Antifa. And meth. <laughs> uh, Travis Barker ripped for liking daughter Alabama's scandalous pics after fans say he's letting teen grow up too fast. Okay. Say it again. Travis Barker okay. is ripped, like getting shit on, okay. for liking his daughter's scandalous pics after fans say he's letting the teen grow up too fast. What's his daughter's name? Alabama. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking something about the state Alabama. Oh, no, no. Her I name know, is I Alabama. Okay, I didn't know so that. So he, and I've noticed this, you know, sometimes like he'll like, 
he'll like post a picture with her and i'm like who the hell's that and i'll click on her profile oh it's his daughter mm. right how old's his daughter 16 15 maybe okay um and he he likes all her pictures cool it's it's his daughter yeah but it's nothing new mm-hmm. he's always liked her pictures and however you want to define scandalous right is is interesting because why are we putting that title on these this kid's profile pictures sure what would you say i haven't seen the pictures but oh let's look them up dude (laughs) yeah i'm really excited to look at a 16 year old that's what i'm saying (laughs) that's my point dude who gives a shit uh it's a bunch of people who have way too much time on their hands is it is it another just um barker or uh johnny depp type situation i mean okay Right? Cool. I mean, he's a dad who likes his daughter's pictures. Yeah. Who cares? Also, she's got 1.2 million followers. Probably more than him. Oh, I doubt it, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> Especially but, now that he's uh, marrying a Kardashian. Yeah, dude. He's about to blow up. Those those Blink concerts are going to be packed. Dude, that's going to be really annoying. 6.9 million people following him. Oh, okay. Um, so I, th- I just thought that's another thing. Like... Who the fuck are these people just to tell others how to raise their kids? Mm. Got to protect the kids. I guess it comes back to that every you gotta, time. You got to protect them. And we don't we don't want her to turn into a stoot. Oh, that's true. We got to protect her. Mm-hmm. Um, Fox. Okay. On Fox News. Um, uh, Ainsley Earn Earnhardt. Earnhardt disagreed with Brian something. Or Kilmeade. Other? Kilmeade. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. That's Fox and Friends, bro. Did you see that show or this clip? No. Okay. So this Brian dude is talking about um I think it's a, it's someone in the Biden administration having to take leave because she's pregnant and she's been in the or no cuz she's giving birth and she's been in the position maybe for a few months, right? I sure. mean I mean the, the administration is only like yeah. a, only like so, He's basically saying that he shouldn't have hired somebody who was going to have to leave for maternity leave. I feel like that's discrimination, Bob. Uh, Yeah. And Ainsley's like, um, she has the right to have the job. Mm, you're not allowed to have that opinion, Ainsley. Mm, well, not on Fox <laughs> News. That's for damn sure. But again, it's just this. <laughs> these are the same fucking things that we hear about women in our culture. In general, right? Which gets me to the Roe v. Wade. Regardless of of any of it, if if any of this shit was said about, I mean, Travis Barker, it, it is said about him, who's a man, right? But if if you were going to tell men that they couldn't have their jobs because they had to leave for a few months and then come back to it, it never would fucking happen. It would never happen. That would never be a thing for them to to have that narrative of like, well, they got to leave, so why would you even hire them? That would, and I get to the point of Roe v. Wade. Like, if regardless of the abortion part of it, right? There, it it is a woman's body. Their body is the vessel. We've talked about this. They're just a vessel, right? Do you get what I'm saying? Because keep of, going. Because the because of the women's health being specific to their own body. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. You would never have any restriction like that, regardless of what, if men gave birth, if we were, if historically men were on the trajectory that they've been on and all of a sudden we're like, 
just poof, one day we're having kids. I'm fucking telling you, abortions will be legal. I, I, yeah, I mean, that, that's, no. yeah, that's a hypothetical. Sure, Jake, but the point is, is there? it's a hypothetical, but it's not, because we're dictating what these people can do to their bodies. For sure. If yeah. you take away the... Honestly, it's you can't really take away the complexity of it. But if you simplified it down to telling them what they can and can't do with their bodies, no fucking way, is dude. Part, I mean, but is part of the way that the asymmetry between the sexes began is because of the ability, one's ability to give birth and men mm. taking ownership over that? Ooh. Say more. I don't know. That's just a yeah, thought. I don't yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think that is, I mean, we'd have to, this is obviously these, these beliefs are so ingrained into our culture. For into, sure. And it's almost to the point where it's like, it's evolution. It's almost evolutionary. Mm. There's very few, hist- there's very few archeological evidence that, um, women and that women and men, women and men have had differing roles within society okay. for as far back as like our most of our archaeological evidence can right. point to there are obviously there are certain sub there's certain cultures or subcultures yeah. that are um exceptions but yeah. for the general rule um there's been a hierarchy there's been a, a male hierarchy right so and I, I i just am asking the question yeah, 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 is yeah, that yeah. because of our early Starting with our earliest ancestors, mm. because of one's gender ability to give birth, men have 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 taken ownership, and over time have codified that in laws and practices and norms. Mm. Um, You're always looking at the macro, dude. <laughs> for sure, and it's not a bad thing. I'm just like it's always hard for me to to get there. Um, I like it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I'm not saying that that's right. No, no, no. Just, I know you're not. I, I, I hope to God there's someone <laughs> listening who's about to fucking punch you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Up to this point, where Come you punch just me. you just uh, just acknowledge that that's not what you said. <laughs> but anyways, for sure. But it's just like where does that weirdness where does like, it come from? Where do, I mean, it's weird. It's 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 not weird because we understand where it, we understand. <laughs> We understand where it comes, like we understand where it comes from. We understand the history of it. We understand yeah. the history of 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 uh, history of generals and th- like the patriarchy, uh, for lack of a better term. That's but interesting. Like, yeah, but like ahead. I mean, gen- gender imbalances. Like we under, like we know they exist. Yeah. We know they've existed for a long time, um, and we're definitely in a retrograde, like era right now of women's rights which which is weird because you mentioned like just gender norms right Mm -hmm. and and as a society i feel like we're moving forward and moving towards recognizing that maybe these strict gender weird shaping that we've done for the last x amount of years is kind of toxic and just weird Mm -hmm. right if if a boy plays with a pink barbie like shaming that boy that's a weird behavior but it's a behavior that people have done for you know decades right Mm -hmm. but now we see our society like dude who cares some some right but i feel like overall the general cultural acknowledgement of let's move on from these strict gender 
things. And that's uh, exactly. And that's backed up by polling data and the fact that abortion rights have been more proliferated around the globe. Right. I mean, uh, Colombia, of all places, very strict Catholic um, uh, country, Mm -hmm. just passed abortion rights. Yeah. So it's Ireland did the same thing. Uh Um, So it's I mean, America heading like it's funny that America was so far ahead of the rest of the world yeah. in terms of that is now heading backwards. Mm. Um, but anyway, the, to our larger point yeah. is that like we're we understand that there's a history of it, but like where does it one where does it originate from? Mm. I don't think we can quite pinpoint no. it. But two, we know it exists. Yeah, that's interesting, right? That we know it exists, but we don't know from where or why specifically where yeah. it came from. Like we like was it the Middle Ages? Was yeah. it? Um, hunter-gatherer societies yeah. like when when exactly was it that there became such a gender imbalance mm-hmm. like obviously it was something that probably occurred over time over generations and just and and lasted mm-hmm. throughout different cultures and time periods yeah it, it's not something that was unique to just um to just anglo to like just right. anglo europeans right it was something it's something that you see throughout tribal Africa, archaeological evidence of tribal africa mm. of uh prehistoric um of pre-contact americas and in, in uh east asia mm-hmm. same th- like all over the world there were there was gender hierarchy right so i mean what is like what the only real thing biological difference between men and women mm-hmm. in terms like is there one's ability to give birth? Right. That's one lens to look at it, right? It's like, what? how does that play into this mm-hmm. history of the hierarchy? Dude, that's fucking weird, dude. So, like, why, why then? The question is, yeah. why did men from our earliest time mm-hmm. as humans in a society think that we own women? Right. Okay, I think that that's a fair question to look at, but I don't like how are we still how is that still a question? Because it the, sh- it it very well shouldn't be. I I, I agree, but I'm just and, saying if you said that men own women, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that is wrong, right? It's blasphemous, <laughs> right? You don't it's there, not there true. are people I mean there are people who perpetuate it, but they're they are the they are the they're not the norm. But they think that. But they do think that. Yeah. Go and listen to. I mean, go and l- read the definition of Western chauvinist. Yeah. The the people like which is the characteristic one of the defining characteristics of the Proud Boys. Mm, interesting. I mean, is it? It's cultural. You have to question religion. You have to question religion. Um, well, it's institutionalized. Institutionalized, yeah, for sure. But uh, not just within political institutions, yeah. religious institutions, yeah, yeah, social yeah. institutions. There you go. There you go. <sighs> Dude, it's fucking but there ha- but, weird. But for those institutions to be created, the belief of yes. men over women had to have already existed Okay, when the people created the institution. Because mm-hmm. obviously institutions are man-made features and yeah. man-made constructs. So, um Anyway, like, how does that? So there, I mean, there is this innate, there is this innate belief that men can control the bodies of women, <laughs> which is oh just God. such a like. I don't understand how you can live in a liberal society mm-hmm. for as long as we have. We've all been culturated in a liberal society. Yeah. How 
you can still how you can still harbor those beliefs full stop. Yeah. Like there isn't anything in you that's like, mm, maybe this isn't correct, but there are people who are like full steering, like right back into th- like theocracy. Yes. Uh, belie- theocratical beliefs. Yes. about this. Oh yeah. Um, just so interesting thing. I watched a documentary recently and, um, touching a little bit on Margaret Thatcher mm. and just like, so I started doing a little research, just surface level research and just like how, just becoming the prime minister. She was the first female prime minister, I believe. Right. Correct, yeah. So, and that was in the seventies. There's, per- there's only been two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But tell me the first female president of the United States. Well, we That's insane. We've had one vice president. That's who's insane. The current, who's the current one. And yes. only one, only one woman who's won the nomination from her party. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a side note, but that I think is just illuminating on the culture and the idea of women and their role in, in leadership. And I don't know, it's with all these DEI training, and I do a lot of them, like you will have people who will say things like, I, I've never, I've never experienced, you know, this what you're talking about i've never seen what you're talking about i've never seen any i don't i've never really been a part i've literally heard someone say i haven't been a part of any institution um so i really don't know anything about this well you have you're currently sitting in one and just as society you have (laughs) what are you talking about well i mean that's just they're uneducated yeah for sure but i don't know there's just this cultural ignorance willingness to be ignorant i mean when and and we always see these we always see posts and we always see this continuously of like people calling out like how the fuck are these old ass men the ones talking about this topic well they're we continually reelect them boom. And, and elect them boom and they're not winning by just only men's votes <laughs> which says something about culture and people mm-hmm. like I don't know. There's a lot of evolutionary psychology that has studied leadership. Yeah. Oh, I think you've talked, you and I've talked about this a little bit. And consistently the research in this area points to like elder, elder men consistently are viewed as as natural Mm. leaders. Yeah. Without even speaking. If you were to hold like, a representative of everybody sure. within a given yeah. culture, like the old man, is like people. Who's the leader in this people, picture? People are naturally yeah. drawn to the old man being the leader. Oh boy! And they could be absolutely idiots. I yeah. mean, I'll give you Mitch McConnell. Yeah, like I'll give you Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I mean, he's very. I mean, the dude's smart. Yeah. I mean, the dude's a genius. He's and he's evil. Apparently, he's a genius. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's so. That's why, like, why is like, why is that? And then, if you look at his, if you look at archaeological data, historical data, that's yeah. always been the way that it is. Yeah, and not that it should continue to be, but yeah, you're fighting yeah, yeah. against evolution. You're yeah. fighting against ev- we're evolution. Our brains are evolutionarily adapted yeah. to default to wait old old man. Yeah, higher. Mm. when we're considering leadership right so you have to you basically have to have a 
a Barack Obama level candidate mm-hmm. to overcome a John Mc- like a John McCain, right? A Joe Biden, yeah. Uh, Donald Trump, yeah. But it's that's just. And then you mean, and then the white part of it comes into our own like cultural biases, yeah, for sure. But just old old man, yeah. why, I mean, why do you think half most of the dictators in Africa are old or old dudes? Yeah, yeah. It's you're you're fighting cognitive dissonance, not not even just cognitive dissonance, but like we're talking about evolutionary, just historically, just ingrained in culture. Mm-hmm. changing minds right and in communications constantly looking at like how hard it truly is to change somebody's mind or belief mm-hmm. whether and and whether it's conscious or not you're not even con- i mean i don't even think people are mostly conscious yeah of it. that's what i'm saying just um unconscious bias mm-hmm. what do you think about the leak the leak of it yeah it's I, they need to find the person who leaked it and prosecute them. Okay. If there's if there is a legal recourse, I don't know what the legal avenues of it, but if there is a legal recourse, yeah, that should be pursued. If there isn't a legal recourse, then some sort of punitive action in terms of them being expelled from the court, mm-hmm. um, I think is warranted. Okay. You can't, regardless of, regardless of like, I'm glad that it sucks that I I'm glad that it's out. Part of me is glad that it's For out sure. there. But I, I can't support the means in which it was done. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it sets too much of a precedent. For the, sure. The, 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 the apolitical nature of the court. And you can talk to me, and I completely understand there is loads of evidence that the court is no longer apolitical. Right. Um, That's but that doesn't that doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive for it to be that way. Right. And I'm, I mean, I'm going to call out and disprove. I mean, just for my own personal conscience, I have to call out and disprove anything that continues to undermine the the nature and the trust in the court's impartiality. Mm-hmm. And this this erodes it. Yeah. It, it that further that erodes it. Further erodes it. That doesn't that doesn't mean what Fox News is saying there is correct. It's unfortunate they're not talking about literally anything else. <laughs> <laughs> except for that yeah but they're not wrong they're the not, leak yeah yeah whereas the other side continues to not talk about the leak and only mm. wants to talk about the outcome yeah what it means which can't we talk why can't we talk about both for sure both are bad yeah because one vilifies further vilifies your opponent mm-hmm. and the other further vilifies their opponent yeah that's why exactly yeah it's just um tribalism and 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 vilifying you know they're more wrong because they elite it no they're more wrong because they're restricting women's rights mm-hmm. i mean I, yeah i mean restricting women's rights yeah, probably could, high I yes mean, probably worse <laughs> once i said it i was like wait <laughs> then institute then uh then you know the the weakening yeah of, a, of an institutional arrangement yeah. but I don't know, man. What do you think about this slippery slope argument of like reversing same-sex marriage or? Well, I mean, he's opened the door with it. Yeah, he has. I mean, if you realize, if you if you read Alito's like his his, I haven't read the whole document. Yeah, but I've read long as shit. I've read like the opening preamble and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I've read the big excerpts. What, what he's arguing, and this is, I mean, this is. This is the the this is it's not shocking because this is the this is a conservative justice. Yeah, he Alito, unlike Kavanaugh and uh, Coney Barrett and and Neil Gorsuch, who's just a liar. Yeah, they, Gorsuch I think isn't on par with Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett, who are just absolute train wrecks. They yeah. have, should not be on the court. Gorsuch and Alito both have the. I think if you look at the resumes, both deserve to be on the court. Okay. 
based on their qualifications. Okay. They're legal scholars, and they even though Gorsuch lied about his his potential ruling on yeah Roe v. Wade, he still has like the legal scholarship to be there. Anyway, um, I digress. <laughs> the issue with um, with what Alito is saying here is that it's we need everything should be left up to the states. Yeah, put turning back everything over. The original intent of the Constitution was that. These laws need to... We're not saying that abortion should be legal or not legal. It's not the court's job to make that determination. That needs to be done by your elected officials, specifically not necessarily the federal government, but the states themselves. Okay. This is a state's issue because the con- because the 9th and 10th, the 10th Amendment specifically state any right not guaranteed, any issue or right not guaranteed or given to the federal government in the Constitution should be left up to the states or to the people. Okay. That's loose and loose definition right. of the ninth and tenth amendment so a conservative justice takes that very strictly they always do for sure gun rights consistently called like ninth and tenth amendment gun uh-huh. rights, right so uh this is that was the same argument made about obamacare mm-hmm. universal medicare there's nothing there's nothing there's no guarantee of right to medical care in the constitution so therefore any issue of universal okay. health care should be left up to the states. right it's this is the exact same argument that conservative justices have been making about any anything that they see as a perceived overstep of the of the federal government. Right. So, um, which is the only reason why it actually got passed and why John Roberts uh, decided to. It's coming um, from that point. Is that no, argument? When, well, so John Roberts would have voted down on Obamacare when it first went to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. It was a five-four decision. So Justice Roberts sided with the court's liberals not because he thought that it was the government that the government could do it or it wasn't a state's issue, but because there was a tax argument placed. So therefore, the federal government could do it because the federal oh. government can levy taxes. He only ruled because of the tax. Interesting. Issue. So um, Alito saying that it, we're not we're not saying abortion is right or wrong Uh that's up for the legislatures to say what we're saying is that the court shouldn't have decided this this should be something that is decided by elected representatives more specifically each individual state okay that's his that's the that is the the overall presiding like conservative argument for it so um which his wording doesn't it, it is it's littered with moral judgment it's littered with moral arguments mm-hmm. about of the right of abortion the fact that he um you're going to talk about um the citing of the cdc yeah in some like crazy ass like quote yeah that you can't even believe that's part of like you can't even believe that this got inserted in there yeah but the fact that he's quoting 17th century witch hunters um, mm-hmm. for legal scholarship and precedent about abortion, uh, it's it, that that decision just makes zero, absolutely zero sense. And what's to say that the second that it does get turned over to the, to the federal government, because mm-hmm. he does say elected officials, so that opens the door. Okay, so should the feds, should the federal government then pass a law codifying Roe v. The, codifying Roe v. Wade, right. basically saying that there should be universal... Um, across state protections of abortion. What happens when a state like Alabama or Texas challenges that and it goes right back to the court who just overturned Roe v. Wade and they say, well, there's nothing in the the Constitution and that grants the power to the federal government to do this. This should be left up to the states and then they further slash it down. Right. So, I mean, he's not leaving the door. He's not leaving... He's leaving the door open for a federal law, but he's basically at the same time closing it too. Yeah. So it's basically state by state issue, and that's how that that's how they want it. Yeah. Um. So, 
How can there be no repercussions for lying under oath about your interpretation or understanding and possible yeah. vote? Because what are you, I mean, how are you going to prove it? He could just say like, well, am I not like you'd have to prove that he knew he was lying at that time. So you'd have to go and try to some, uncover some sort of like incriminating evidence that at the time he, that I'm going to lie. Yeah. That I'm going to lie. Or I actually believe this, but I, but Said I'm telling this. it, but I'm saying this because I mean, what are you going to like four years since it's been four years since Gorsuch was, yeah. was put on the Supreme court. Like guy is not allowed to change his mind. Or he hears an argument that changed his mind. Yeah, and that's what he's going to say for sure. So I mean, there—that's where rubber meets the road, especially when we 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 talked about this with trying to hold Trump accountable. Yeah, what is actually enforceable? Right. When you're talking about law, right. And you're trying to impeach, and you can impeach a Supreme Court justice, but this isn't impeachable unless you have actual incriminating evidence. The fact that Clarence <sighs> Thomas's wife—the one that gets yeah. me more—is the yeah. fact that Clarence Thomas's wife was actively part of this insurrection. Yes. He voted to keep those people, like the people who were involved in that cell phone records. Yeah. Uh, sealed. Private, yeah. He didn't, the fact that he didn't recuse himself from that. Yeah. And, I mean, th- he's saying he didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, and I guess unless you find proof, there's no way you can prove it. I mean, isn't she his property? He, sh- <laughs> There we go. Yeah, fair enough. You should know about it, right? Yeah. You're her boss. Yeah, so. dude. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. shit. Uh, he, that's imp- honestly, that should be impeachable. For sure. And there should be an investigation yeah. into Clarence Thomas. But yeah. I mean, as far as like to answer your question, as <sighs> as shitty as it sounds, yeah. there really is no recourse. For sure. And I figured it's just it's frustrating. It's heartbreaking watching the crumbling of these institutions and apoliticalness of the court. Well, and it's also, I mean, at, we can, I mean, as a as a white male who has never felt discrimination really in my entire life, yeah, um, like institutional discrimination, yeah, the it's easy for me to call balls like to worry about balls and strikes, yeah, right. <laughs> Whereas there's like there's women who like seriously have like the 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 people who are going to suffer from this are really staring down the barrel of like I don't I no longer have autonomy over my body. Right. That's fucking insane. I I just I don't know how we as a liberal society as a liberal democracy. Right. That vi- that prides itself on being the shining beacon, the shining light on a hill. Yeah. For the rest of, of progress. The, for the rest of the world. Right. That this is that also like polls consistently show that close to like 70 percent of americans want row ro- held yeah upheld yeah so Damn. there's 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 at least five justices that side with and i and I, I get they are the 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 counter argument b is we're a republic we're not a pure democracy right. so it doesn't matter what the i mean at one point i'm sure 80 percent of Americans thought that there should be slavery, right. but yet we struck it down, That's right? True. So, but I don't know, man. This just, just no matter what kind of what kind of counter argument keeps bring, being brought up, it's just like they're still right and wrong, and this is wrong. Yeah, and they've made the argument of why it's wrong and argued precedent, mm-hmm. and have gone back on that. Yeah, but me, you can also say then I'm just playing. I'm honestly yeah, playing completely playing are. devil's advocate. Yeah. 
at one point precedent was Dred Scott. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. Uh, in the document they cite the CDC, um, it says here, the part that it's citing is, um, let me read this out loud. The Affordable Care Act requires non-grandfathered health plans in the in, uh, in the individual and small group markets to cover certain essential health benefits, which includes maternity and newborn care. And then see the citation. Safe haven laws, which generally allow women to drop off babies anonymously, and that a woman... Who, puts her newborn up for adoption today has little reason to fear that the baby will not find a suitable home. Citation to back that up from the CDC from 2008, nearly 1 million women were seeking to adopt children in 2002. They were in demand for a child, whereas the domestic supply of infants relinquished at birth or within the first month of life and available to be adopted had become virtually non-existent. Wow. So if I would have just held out a little longer, the baby market would have been booming. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's a, that's a it's a bad take. Yeah. It's just a bad take. And 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 then to assume that I don't mean that by the way. Cheyenne, if you're listening 10 years from now, I absolutely don't mean that. <laughs> the the issue And you know well, that. Well, how how dumb how dumb of an argument is that, and also how dumb is it to assume that the the reason why a woman, the only reason why a woman would get an abortion is because they're worried that if they give birth, there isn't yes. there isn't a way for that child to have a good, like a, a healthy life. Regardless, do you think adoption is a good thing? It is not a good thing. There is trauma, regardless of the scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, but... For sure, like that whole th- is littered with pitfalls. Yeah, but a woman, there's women <laughs> who want to have an abortion just because they want to have one. Yeah, right. They don't need right. Like, they don't need any other. <laughs> they don't need any other excuse. No, I. It's. I don't. I. I, I just. I, I. I feel like. Well, you know, like so women, you know, their their only reason to get an abortion is because they feel like there's no other option for the baby and they can't take care of it. So, like, they don't want to give it up for adoption because they don't know what adoption will mean. Well, there's plenty of people out there who would adopt the baby. So, therefore, like, there is no reason. They're wrong. There is no, like, they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, completely, like, the the reality that there is more kids in foster care than, like, people can adopt. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. If that's your fucking argument. Um, yeah, this whole thing is just concerning. And we're two white dudes <laughs> chirping on it, right? But we can't ever really know the threat. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, I, 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 couldn't, I would never pretend to know exactly how women are feeling right now. Right. But... Um, I did talk to Alex, my niece, about it a little bit, which oh, is interesting, okay. right? Yeah. You know, she's a 15 year old girl, and and we're talking about, you know, because this is, she's she's fucking smart, right? And she's watching this, and she's seeing this, and they're talking about how far does this go? Are are people going to be able to subpoena search records on Google and track their whereabouts to see if they've been to a these are conversations that are being had as far as like tracking location. Have you been to an abortion clinic? Have mm-hmm. you been to Planned Parenthood? 
have you been secretly trying to get an abortion? Well, especially when you add a criminal element to it, like Louisiana is trying to do. Like Louisiana is passing a bill that would make giving an abortion a criminal act. A crime, right. So it's... And then you get the powers. Then you get the powers to law enforcement to mm-hmm. be able to subpoena those records. So that's right. not that's not hyperbole right. to worry about that. Right. So she was talking about that, and you know it was a good conversation. But at the same time of this conversation, Xbox had been down for nine hours, and that's the real fucking problem. That's a huge problem. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's 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 like this is now a precedent, right? Mm-hmm. This reversal. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, yeah. but I mean, it doesn't have to be permanent either. It's so. What do we do? You elect, you elect, yeah. the, you elect officials. You have to vote, and and I understand that that sounds like such a broken record. Right. We did what we were we we did what we thought we were supposed to do. We all showed up. We voted the buffoon out of office. Yeah. And yet, we're still being railroaded by institutional arrangements oh. that are that are absolutely designed to keep. The people who supported the people we voted out with with disproportionate power. Yeah. And they continue to railroad everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh-huh. It would be one thing if one if the parties were, were able to compromise, mm-hmm. but they're not. There's no com there is no comp there is no compromise. No. Yeah. And I mean, I don't I it, I it's so I I mean I say vote but without a clear majority in the Senate in mm-hmm. the Senate's unwillingness to end the filibuster yeah there really is nothing th- you can do you just have to hope that at the macro stage we stop being so partisan oh god I don't know when 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 is that like when yeah. would that ever ha- like when Aliens. when will that happen <laughs> I mean the, the Philippines literally just just reelect just elected Ferdinand Marcos's son. Mm-hmm. Ferdinand Marcos had tw- like twelve years of martial law in the Philippines, where he, like, mass he like murdered tens of thousands of political dissidents. Yeah, like people who were political opponents, he murdered and tortured tens of thousands of them. Wow! And they just elected his son because there was there this all this disinformation campaign, and where kids today believe that the Philippines were stronger and better off under martial law. Dude, social media, man, like, it's, dude, it's so corrosive. Yeah. Just these different information campaigns, man, we're never, like, we're never going to, I just don't see how we're ever going, and that's just, just, I'm just trying to answer the question of when can we, when will we not be Yeah. So partisan, but how can we not be partisan when there's a side who were legitimately yearning for like regr- regression. Yeah. Like we can't yeah. we can't agree on a path forward because half of the people want to go back. Yeah. Make America great again. I <laughs> I I I just don't see how this is a how this is a country. Mm-hmm. Like this vision of America is something that people want to live in. Yeah, I don't think we're in a good place right now. So I think it might be easier to think nostalgically, but I don't think that we're in a good place because we're not moving, progressing forward. I think we're not in a good place because we're regressing. Yeah, I read this article that 
there seems to be, especially on social media and people like studying like YouTube posts and there seems to be like a real draw from both sides, Mm -hmm. both poles, both across Europe and the United States. Mostly people like Anglo, like European roots. Yeah. Yearning for life in the Middle Ages. Both seeing one side seeing how like ordered they're they're looking at the supposed order of society okay under like the the middle ages with like literal like feudalism yeah and then the other side seeing it as picking and choosing the historical parts of it that's like oh there was much more free love there was much more like personal individualized freedoms and completely like using it was it's a complete anachronism where they're taking their lives today and attributing it the same values morals views on the world way of life that they know today and then attributing it and seeing, thinking that the people who lived back in the 1500s in the early modern period thought about the world the same way yeah. and, and if somehow we just return to that same those say that same environmental factors somehow all of the ills that they think are going to are going to be fixed it's just so funny to me like we're yearning for a time when there wasn't health care right oh yeah like people died at age 30 <laughs> yes that was like the the average death because age. you drink most people died because they drank shit water like yes. the majority of people died from dysentery mm-hmm because there were there wasn't a trash man that came and picked up your garbage. You literally took you shit in a bucket <laughs> and you threw it out the goddamn window. Yeah. Let's get there, dude. Let's make America we're, great like, again. Where women died in childbirth, like women died die in childbirth. Yeah. And like, that's the other thing that's so shitty, right? Is that we're we're taking away a women's right to choose the right to get an abortion, which is a hundred. Like even if you don't believe that it's a health, like it's a health issue. Mm-hmm. You're not investing. You consistently undercut the act, like things that you would then consider health issues. We have one of the highest infant mortality and maternal uh, fatality rates in the industrialized world. More women die in pregnancy and childbirth yeah. than any other in like post-industrial country. Any other near-peer country, our women are dying in childbirth more often because of how crappy our insurances are, how crappy our um, our our hospitals generally are, and, and how healthcare generally is in this country. Yeah, I think I read something else about like the elements of IVF, like IVF even becoming illegal. So the pursuit of even having a child on your own could become illegal because of elements of unsuccessful um, pregnancies. Yeah, I mean that. I, I don't think there is a lot of times I stop and th- I, I kind of stop and think, okay, that seems like it's hyperbole, but mm. the way in which Alito wrote his decision, if that ends up being the decision yeah. that who knows what public pressure will do between now and then. I mean, how does that, how do you feel about that? But there <laughs> real I mean, he has left the door open for basically any state to do whatever they want as regard in regards to women's reproduction. Right, right. So anything you can think up, <sighs> they're thinking of it. They're think it could it could be a reality. Yeah. Great, stoked, dude. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll. Uh, oh, I'm gone next week. Ah, yeah. I'm gone next week. Um, so we'll figure something out. Sure. Um, but maybe maybe more Jake thoughts because. <laughs> 
I loved it. And if it entertains me, I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> All right? All right. All right, bye. Bye.